Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. College Hoops, Coast to Coast, we're back. Uh, we got to start getting Kevin to dance after that. that that's kind of gets you going a little bit, right? <laughs> I'm energized as always. Never better. No doubt. no doubt. Can't not be energized for this guest. Uh, we have the number one preseason team on the AP poll, uh, assistant coach Roger Powell, who happened to be a really good player as well himself, and he is uh, well-versed in what it takes to win on the court as a player and as a coach, really excited to have him in for him taking the time. So we will bring in uh, a future head coach, Roger Powell. What up, RP? How you doing, man? Brian, what's going on, man? Good to see you. Good to see you, man. I don't know if you and Kevin have met before, but Kevin, here's Roger. Roger, Kevin. Kevin, how's it going, my man? Hey, good, good, man. Appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Yeah, excited. excited to have you. So, the easy question before we even get to last year and this year and everything else, what is it like going back out to recruit again now that there's no COVID and you actually get to go see the players? You haven't had any trouble recruiting, Coach, but I'm just curious. What has that been like? It's great. I'm actually on the road right now. Um, you know, obviously recruiting is the lifeblood of, of college basketball programs and you know, being able to get out and see guys and keep those relationships going and, you know, see a player in person. It, it, I love it. I love being in the gym. And, you know, it's been great. It's been great, you know, and it's, you know, it's good, obviously, after you've had a great season and, you know, people are talking about the games they watched and, and that definitely helps. But I'm just happy to be back out, man, and, and watching high school and AU basketball. No doubt. Talk a little bit about, if you don't mind, talk about the recruiting aspect. Obviously, it's something that Gonzaga, um, again, just secured a number one player in last year's class, uh, continue to just get elite level talent. What is it about the recruiting process? What do you look for? How do you know when you see like that's a zag right there? Uh, what is it about the evaluation process? Because clearly there's a ton of players in the country, uh, but you guys have really found a niche. What is that niche, Coach, if you don't mind sharing? A little bit. Not all the sauce, but a little bit. 
Yeah, I can't give everything. But, you know, I think it's I think relationship building is huge. And, you know, before a kid comes across our table, you know, we we have built relationships with people that, you know, know the kid and people that are are telling us that, hey, man, we got a kid that fits your program that 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 would be good for you. And, you know, I think that kind of helps us, you know, lock in and zero in on kids that really, you know, fit Gonzaga. And then after that, it's just a matter of, you know, building a relationship with the family and, and right. making sure that we're, we're a great spot for the kid. I mean, before, you know, kids come on campus and stuff, it's, it's, it's really, it, it, you know, we've done our homework on both right. sides and, and, and made sure that it's a great, a great, a great fit. And then you just got to try to beat out the other awesome schools that are recruiting them. And, um, and that's a part of it, man, is just, you know, trying to prove to, you know, kids and families and all those centering them that, you know, Gonzaga is the best place and we had the best place to develop them and, prepare them for, you know, life after basketball and, and win. And I think that's kind of, that's it in a nutshell. And there's a lot of other things that are involved, but I mean, I think those are kind of the, the keys when it comes to recruiting. Is there anything specific coach outside of just elite talent that you're, that, that Gonzaga looks for in their fit? If you can last, last question on recruiting, then we'll move on to the team. But I'm just, I'm curious because it just seems like there's are, there are some guys that are not, necessarily as highly recruited you don't have a team full of five stars but you continue to be one of the top teams in college basketball year in and year out so i'm curious what's that part of the secret sauce man i think it's you know obviously fits important um style of play do they fit how we play but then also you know we don't just recruit the kid you know gonzaga has a strong culture and you know we recruit the whole family so i think it's just a matter of just the whole circle kind of fitting the zag way and and we being a place where we believe the kid can have a ton of success i mean i think it's all it's all involved and you know it, it's a fun process it really is especially when you which we've been fortunate to, to have you know you have a great marriage i guess you would say where you know a kid comes and, and and everything you said would happen happens and that's when it's that's when it's awesome you, you talk about some of the, the, the great players and great experiences. I think a guy like Drew Timmy would be a, a pretty good endorsement for you know the Gonzaga model. He comes in as an outstanding freshman season, um, you know, in the rotation, playing behind you know Petrushev, who's a pro, uh, and then as a sophomore, blossoms into you know, one of the best, if not the best, big men in the country. And now he's back as a junior to do the same thing. Um, when you're working with someone like him who – has already done so much in the college game. What what are the things you're working on from a from a player development standpoint to you know bring his game to the next level when he's already accomplished so much? Well, I think you you, you mean you there's still room for growth, and you know just as much as you're developing him on the court, I mean you're getting prepared for life after basketball, your life off the court, what it means to be a pro, and I think all those things are you know, things that we're doing, but. You know, I think the big thing is just perfecting this game. I mean, there's always room to get better. And, and I think he, he's a kid that you've seen each year he's improved. And, you know, this year our team will be different, but I think we'll be able to see um, just a certain level of growth in this game. And, and that's what you want, you know, especially a kid that good. You know, you want to find those holes in those areas that he can continue to get better at. And how much value is it to have – is there in having a guy like him, a guy like Nemhard who's – you know, been through the through the ringer in college basketball to lean on for these young freshmen, which is, you know, one of the best, if not the best re- freshman class in, in college basketball. It's, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, we had it last year. You know, I think Jalen, um, 
you know, got a lot from Andrew. And Andrew was kind of that older guy that, you know, has played college basketball. And, and he really helped – Andrew helped Jalen. And I think this year, you know, we have, you know, Andrew Nimhard and Nolan Hickman. So, you know, just having that, that balance of age with youth, really talented youth, I mean, it's, it's been huge. Expectations are, are a challenging thing to navigate. And you entered last year with all those expectations and, you know, lived up to it all until the, the national championship game. You entered with those same expectations, number one in the AP poll yet again. Um, how does, you know, from, from the top down, from the coaching staff down, how do you guys manage <laughs> what is expected of this program, which at this point is to, to not lose? I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it's the number one yeah. team in the country every year now. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, man. You know, I think, you know, people say, hey, you guys are going to be better than last year. And I'm like, okay, last year we were 31-1, and one, <laughs> and we lost the last regular season game of the year, or the last game period, the championship. And it's like, so the only way we can be better than last year's team is if we win every single game and win the national championship. You know, I think that that's very unrealistic. Um, <laughs> all things are possible. But I think the big thing is just, you know, not really thinking about the expectations and, and taking it one game at a time, you know, um, how you approach every day, you know, will will show in the end of the season. And and sometimes you need some luck. And, you know, I believe I believe in God. I pray a lot, you know, but you need some extra help sometimes to have these special seasons. You know, I, I played on a special team in 2005. My team, my senior year, we were 37 and two. We lost the last regular season game and lost the last game in the championship. But those seasons don't happen often. You know, it's very far in between. But, you know, you just kind of keep going at it. And it's good to have those expectations, though. It really is. I mean, it's good to, you know, be considered a team that could do that. But, shoot, I'm just worried about our next game. No doubt. <laughs> so everyone wants to ask about the freshman. Phenom freshman, before he's even played a game, we showed a little bit of film of him getting his first bucket. Uh, obviously a major get, I think the highest rated recruit ever in the school's history. What is it like coaching him every day? Uh, what is some of the parts about who he is that people maybe don't know that haven't got a chance to coach him and see him behind the scenes? Yeah, he's an extreme, extremely hard worker, you know, and I think he's, you know, a kid that young to have that high of a work ethic, a kid that you have to say, hey, it's okay to take a day off. You need rest. I mean, that's special. And I think that's going to bode well for him uh, in his career after Gonzaga. And he's just, he's great to be around. You know, he's, he's fun to coach. And, you know, we spend a lot of extra time working with him on things. And, you know, he, he's like a sponge. And, and I love that about him. You know, and I think that's, that's, why he, that's why he's as good as he is. And I think he's just going to continue to improve. Absolutely. Um, the schedule, you guys got to – Another um, challenging schedule. Talk a little bit about the schedule. I know we, you play Texas early, uh, almost out the gate, and they're uh, one of the best recruiting classes. And Coach Beard's done a tremendous job there. Uh, excuse me, at Texas Tech prior to getting to Texas. Um, that's an early game. I know there's many others. Talk a little bit about the schedule, if you don't mind, and just uh, what you love about playing against the best and getting tested. I think it's. I think it's huge. I think. You know, we when you talk about recruiting, you know, we tell these kids you're going to play against the best, and we schedule the best every year. I mean, last year we were scheduled to play Baylor, you know, early in the, in the non-conference, and unfortunately it didn't happen because of COVID. But, yep. you know, we, we, Coach Few loves playing a hard schedule, and I think it helps us. I think it challenges us. 
Um, I think it I think it gives our guys a certain edge because we know we're you know we got three top five teams basically or four top ten teams we're going to play against early in the season. So we we got to be locked in. But you know I also think you know we can't look past you know teams that aren't in the top ten. You know I mean this year we play Washington and you know Texas Tech and you know we play some teams that are going to be really good. Our first game, Dixie, Dixie State, you know, we can't look past them. So, you know, it's a great schedule, uh, you know, to see where we made up early and to give and to challenge our team and, and, and to give us something to really improve on. From a, from, from, from a team standpoint, how challenging is it to keep everyone locked in on the task at hand, that you know, locked in on Dixie State when you're staring down? I mean, what should be one of the great – early season games of the year, the Texas game, obviously the UCLA game, which will be, you know, hyped up beyond belief. But when, when you're sitting there and you're looking ahead to, to Texas, which I think, you know, I, I talked about the other day, will be the best atmosphere in college basketball. It's kind of the return of the student section, if you will, after the Champions Classic is, is, is MSG on night one. How do you keep everyone locked into, like, here's what we have to do to win this game tonight? It's a daily approach, you know, and I think that's how we deal with the – the crazy expectations too you know we don't think about the end result we think about the day-to-day and every day we got to win practice you know every day we have to you know maximize our time on the court every day we have to stay humble and hungry every day we have to you know prep for this next game and and come out with an attitude that to win and i think that's 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 the way that we kind of do it here and and it's worked and coach few does a great job of handling that with, with our players, even with the staff. I mean, he, he gives us confidence, but yet he helps us, you know, stay locked in and focused. I mean, he's been doing it for years. I mean, it's, it's, it's a gift of his. So, you know, I think those things, you know, help us not look past, you know, any opponent, not look past any day of practice, because that's, that's what we're, we're developing our guys to be pros. And in the pros, you gotta, you know, it's a daily approach. You know, you got long seasons. So, you know, it's our job to get those guys ready for that. Coach, with your experience, um, obviously playing at the highest level, your experience playing at the highest level in college, and as you talked about the result you experienced when you played, how much of that do you share with those guys? Uh, obviously, we we you know we know how important it is for them to be able to respect not only just the coaching aspect but the player aspect. And I know you get out there a little bit every now and then and still show them something, but talk a little bit about just your experience and how that helps you help these guys. Uh, when it comes down to you know being able to cut down the nets on that final Monday, you know I think it's I think it's just it's organic. You know they ask questions about, hey, what was it like when you played in the championship game? And you know I think there's like little tidbits here and there that I kind of draw from my experiences right. to to help them in the moment. Um, and then you know it's funny sometimes they look up YouTube and man, look at Coach Powell, man, that was, <laughs> that was Coach Powell, and look at what you did, you know. So I think. You know, they laugh about some of this stuff, but at the same time, it's, you know, they, they do respect it um, and they value, um, you know, me being able to, you know, have the same experiences and they, they value the opportunity to draw from someone who's been there. And uh, it's pretty cool. I, I, I enjoy that side of it. Yeah, no doubt. The t- tell us about, too, the part where now with the transfer portal and the extra year uh, with college basketball, how has that changed um, recruiting, how has it changed the approach? I know it's nice to have summers again. Last summer without co- with COVID, there was no summer. How has all those different changes in college basketball allowed you guys to prep for this year's team and kind of go into this season? 
Uh, you know, I mean, it's obviously a lot of changes in the landscape of college basketball, tons. Uh, but, you know, you just kind of evolve with it and you try to, you know, make the most of it, you know, with the transfer portal. You know, you, number one, I mean, you, you, your own guys, you got to continue to recruit them. Uh, number two, you know, you got to take advantage of opportunities when, you know, there are guys that are leaving. Maybe you can get older, get the guy with experience. And then uh, and then I think I think the other thing is, you know, just just making sure you stay true to who you are as a program and who you who your culture is. I mean, what you what what you built and what you developed, you know, not changing because, you know, the landscape has changed. Sticking true to your culture and then taking advantage of the opportunity. And I think one thing for us with the six year, you know, we're young, you know, and I think some teams have guys that are going to be six years six years of college basketball they have a ton of experience so for us you know we got to get our our young guys to grow fast because we're playing against some teams that have have guys with six years experience so you know that doesn't make me feel great about the youth but at the same time you know i think our guys are up to the challenge and you know the good thing is we have young guys leaving and going early to the to the pros i mean that's that's what guys want and uh, we're able to do it here at gonzaga Last one I personally have for you. What what is coach what is Coach Gentry brought to the mix? Obviously a new guy on your staff, a guy who's a you know tremendous reputation. What what has he brought to your staff that uh you know from from both the you know recruiting but also you know player development and, and game planning standpoint? He's been great, man. You know, I think he's uh you know, he was at my alma mater, he was at Illinois for a couple of years, but you know, he was at Gonzaga before in in, in an operations role. So he knows the culture. He actually went to Gonzaga, he, he walked on and you know, so he, he's, he's, he's a zag. So I think it was a seamless transition with adding him. And he was able to bring some insight from his, his time at Illinois. And, you know, it's been great having him around, having him back. And you know, he's going to be huge for us. All right, last one, Coach. We know you're on the road. We appreciate you taking the time. You're about to go recruit and sign. I'm sure the next zag, great, that we'll be talking about next year uh, when we get a chance to sit down with you. Um, but my question is, one, we always like to ask about a funny story, something funny, a funny story, funny situation, uh, anything that, that's humorous, that's entertaining for us before you take off and go go uh, to your recruiting. A funny story. Oh, man, you got to prep me for this. I got a ton of them. Oh. <laughs> we, know, we know it's always hard to kind of figure out which ones are air appropriate, but anything that's, that's just a funny moment, funny story, um, from uh, behind the scenes in Zagland, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something that's personal, funny. Yeah, uh, just some of the guys that I'm recruiting find out their ages and realizing that they were like one years old when I played the national championship game. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, you know, I'm coaching these guys that, you know, I'm thinking to myself, hey, you remember when I played? Uh, coach, I was like one. What are you talking about? I wasn't even alive. <laughs> That's crazy, man. You know, uh, time flies, time flies. But, you know, I still can dunk, so I'm holding on to that, you know, because they say something. They say, Coach, I was like two years old when you played. I was like, all right, well, I still can dunk. How about that? Let's see I if you're doing it when you're my age, you know. No doubt. Now, ho now, hopefully their parents know who you are. Though. Hopefully, Yeah, the parents, the parents don't, but the kids, they were they were in diapers. So, yeah, that's, I love it. that's funny to me. <laughs> no question. No question. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking the time means a lot. Um, good luck, best of health and success this year. Look forward to following and we appreciate you taking the time and uh, yeah, go get them. Thank you guys. Good to see you guys. Okay, coach. Be safe. Thank, on the you. Road. Thank you. 
Yeah, awesome, awesome stuff there. Uh, I was about to say, is I going to be the small guy and you're the big man? What, what, what is this? You're, you're taking on. over the network here. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Our production <laughs> team. Our production team. Come on. Yeah. Give it to them. Here. here. This will make you feel better. <laughs> For all those that don't know. Just got to pad my ego. Just got to pad my ego. There we go. Let's let's close out the show. Thoughts on the Zags. You have them number one. Um, obviously, they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. So let's talk about them. Yeah, I mean, they do a tremendous job. Like, that's not that's not news to anyone. Uh, I think from a team-building standpoint, the Holmgren-Timmy frontcourt is just so interesting, and I'm so excited to watch it in the context of, like, a huge game, like a Texas or UCLA, obviously. Like, when you're playing Lewis and Clark and you're playing Dixie State, like, it's they're going to dominate that. But I'm, ex- I'm so excited to see it in a, you know, a, a high-level game because oh. – in my mind, like Holmgren's ability to move on the perimeter, uh, block shots, and hit threes, it fits so perfectly with, with Timmy's Tim. weaknesses, right? Because Timmy is so good down in the post. He's so skilled. He has great touch. He's strong, but he struggled in space, and he doesn't protect the rim. Okay, well, now you've just right. got the guy who can do all that, right? Like, that's awesome. And they have Anton Watson, too, who – Anton Watson would start for – Pretty much every team in college basketball, he's outstanding. He could play the five, he could play the four. Yep. But they they have this guy named Drew Timmy who is uh pretty good, unfortunately. So uh it you know, I, I think that front course will be awesome to watch. I think the thing that will determine whether they're, you know, just Gonzaga good, like just normal good, or if they're, you know, pushing an undefeated season like they were last year is this backcourt, right? And it's you know, it's Nemhard is obviously a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. Um but when he was the the guy at Florida, it wasn't it wasn't always efficient. And I think seeing him as a as a as a as the as the guy will be so interesting for him at point guard. And then the younger guys as they come along, you know, Hickman and Hunter Salas. I mean, those are two guys that have NBA futures. Where they are right now, I think is an open question, right? I don't think, you know, when you hear about what Salas and Hickman have done in in, in early season work, it hasn't been in preseason work, it hasn't been Oh man, they're you know they're Jalen Suggs, right? It's, they're, they're still learning how to play college basketball, and that's okay, right? That's pretty much every freshman in the country, right? Jalen Suggs is the uh, is not the norm, um, but I think as those guys come along, that's what's going to allow this team to truly reach the ceiling, and that's why I think it was smart that Mark Few went out and got an experienced guard in Rajir Bolton, uh, who who comes in from Iowa State and played at Penn State before that, and look, he's not you know, a superstar, but he is a, a big time shot maker is the one thing that he is. And I think the value he'll bring early on as they get Hickman and Salas, you know, comfortable, I think will be, will be huge for them. So they've got a, a certainly a very talented roster. You said they don't always just get the five stars, but as they, as they load up this roster, it's, it's more and more top 75 kid, top 75 kid, top 75 kid. If they want a kid, pretty good chance they're going to they're going to get that kid. And that goes all the way up to Chet Holmgren. Yeah, they're, def- they're definitely to that point now. Um the, you know. the brand is so strong, right? Like who wouldn't want to come there? You've got the atmosphere in the background, it's crazy. Uh you've got you know pro development, you're developing first round picks every year. It seems like Kisper was a lottery pick as a four-year guy. Yep. Suggs was a lottery pick as a one-year guy. You're going to win every game, right? Like it's a pretty attractive sell, I would I would imagine. Maybe not every game, but you're going to win most times out. They, they won 31 out of 32 last year. So they did. They did. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. They're, they're in recruiting, they are to the point now. Of course, yeah, they're going to be able to grab the five stars consistently, and, and why and, not? And, and if and they, they wanted every five, if they if they wanted only five stars, they could do that, right? But they yep. haven't, right? And and I think that's 
the indication that's the zag difference right and that's why they've been so good like they have a kid in 22 brayden huff who's like a top 100 kid who's just perfect for what they do like he's super skilled and like they can i think skill wise he's comparable to demontis bonus like right. that's like but he's not a top 50 kid they right. just went out and they evaluated they said this is a guy who fits who we are he's not gonna be one and done but he's gonna be really really good and here we are. And they obviously hit the international market huge with Tommy Lloyd, Lloyd down at Arizona. We'll see how strong the international ties can remain. But right. you know, they're they're in a great place as a program. And I think you know, certainly, certainly uh, hard hard not to envy them a little bit for for the job they do. It's a it's a machine. Yeah, it's definitely a machine. And they they have jumped in the portal as well and had success there. Um, starting backcourt a couple of years ago, both from Dallas actually. Uh, Edmond Gilder was from A and M. Um, the guard from Dallas, I'm drawing a blank on his name, um, point guard that, that transferred over there too. Uh, so they've been able to jump in the portal and get what they need to get there. I'm, I'm sure that will continue to be <clears throat> a place that they'll be able to plug into. But looking forward to watching the Zags, it's hard to imagine that they would be better than last year. I think if they could trade it, they'd probably lose a game earlier and win that last game uh, if it wasn't for Baylor. But uh, definitely looking forward to seeing – the Zags do 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 what they do again. It's gonna be fun. We appreciate Coach Powell taking the time, and uh, yeah, keep following all all access and coast to coast. We'll keep bringing the heat, Sweeney style. Oh, hold on, let's end like this. Let's do it right. All right, now we're better. Now we're better. Now we got things in proper proportion, ladies and gentlemen. The whole world wants to see my face bigger. That's that's the real deal. Just saying. I'm just saying. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna end the right way. End it with a bang. See you guys next time. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy. <laughs>